1: Brooklyn, it's us again, popped on, let's talk basketball. Welcome everybody, it is I, Eve Darboos, and uh... My guy on the other end here is uh, is Bam. Bam, say hello to the people. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm thankful for you, my dude.
2: <laughs> Likewise, I'm thankful uh, that the Nets have been playing better basketball of late. I'm is it is it better basketball or
1: is it good? Is it good scheduling? <laughs>
2: Probably a little bit of both, but uh, I'm also thankful that the Knicks are fraudulent. Um, and I'm thankful that football season is almost over here in
1: New York. The other day they were like, they they kind of let you know that there still was like eight games left. It's wild. And it, it, it's just been such a miserable, gut-wrenching season because at least you thought, you know, one of the two was going to like show signs of being somewhat good and neither one of these teams are good. Like.
2: Yeah, you know, I was hoping the Giants would hover around 500 this year, you know, win eight or nine games. But it's it's amazing in football, like you said, there's eight more games. Just adding one game from a 16- to 17-game schedule really elongates the season. It's it's too much. There's there's too many games. Too many teams make the playoffs. The Giants right now, I believe, have the fifth pick in the draft, and they're like two games out of a playoff spot. Like, it it doesn't compete... (laughs) It doesn't compute properly. Uh, yeah, we're not it, here to talk about those bumps.
1: Yeah, nah. let's talk about good things, man. First of all, what do you make of any of these wins? Like, ha, ha, I've got I've got things that I'm encouraged about, but what is this real? Is this thing? Are, are, are we are we back in the game?
2: I, I guess you'd have to say you know define real. I mean, I think it's you know the nets are one of the top six or seven teams in the league where you would place them in that that's, that's up for debate. Uh, so yeah, I think it is real. I think, you know, even with Kyrie out and with Joe missing time, you know, we, we still have Kevin Durant on the floor, <clears throat> you know, we're going to be a 50 plus one team. Do yeah. I think that the Nets are playing like one of the top three teams in the league? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm just comparing to last year where it, it just looks so easy, and I'm kind of degrading them this year as a result.
1: It's because we haven't gotten the wins that we really wanted. Yeah. You know? The
2: Warrior game was bad.
1: The Warrior game was bad because there was no hope in it. They they just were clearly better than us. And it's not even as simple as saying, oh, they get back Clay, we get back Kyrie, who has a bigger effect. It's straight up. It's straight up. They don't have clay right now. They look way better than us, and you know I, I think that troubled us the, a, a bit. I, let me tell you my opinion on on what's going on now. First of all, yes, it has a lot to do with uh, has a lot to do with um these guys not playing any real teams. A lot of these teams are are at best. Uh, you know, play-in teams that we've been playing lately. Cleveland, even they, they didn't they didn't have Evan Mobley. It's just a mishmash of, of mediocrity that we've played. However, here's the ooh. thing, though, too. Though. <laughs> when,
2: you, when, you, when you're the Nets, almost all of the league is below you. There's only like a handful of teams you can play on your level. So most nights you're going to say, well, yeah, they're not that good. Well, they're not that good compared to us. You know the rest of the league is kind of lumped together, and, and, and for us, like, unless it's Miami or Milwaukee, right now in the East, who can we play that we're going to be like, yeah, that's a real test.
1: I, uh, the Suns, <laughs> who we'll talk about in a little right. bit. Right. But but I think I think what we're what we're trying to what we've seen that we could be encouraged about is the lineup changes. Did yeah. I imagine that? Or did they did they start LaMarcus one of these games? Yeah, They're definitely look, letting him finish he, games. He, he, yeah. He gave Blake
2: a, a nice rope, and I think it's the right time to pull him away from the game a little bit. Right. His, uh, I said this to you guys in the chat the other night. It's a long, long season. If you think
1: I'll just play hey, you you broke up. See if you could. Uh, you're nuts. Hold, hold on. You're gonna, have to re- you're gonna have to repeat that, Bam. Um, uh, you broke up a lot on okay. on Can that on okay that now? series. I hear you. Okay, now go ahead. Repeat that.
2: So like I was saying with Blake, it was a good time to pull him out. You know, it's, it's a long season. Marcus is not gonna play 82 games. Let him get away from the game a little bit. You know, his he just had zero. What's his role though? His shot.
1: Define his role going forward. <clears throat>
2: There probably is no role for him in the playoffs, but in the regular season there'll be games where they need him because Lamarcus is gonna miss a ten game stretch at some point. Right. You know, and, and then there's really nobody else. You know, unless Millsap can start playing well, which, you know, we really haven't seen, there's nobody else right now. So Blake needs to step away from the game, let his body rest a little bit. Yeah. and then you know at some point they're gonna you know interject him in they're gonna need some energy if you gonna hit a couple shots maybe he'll get himself going again
1: right I I I, I feel like that's a good part of um the Natch the, the the Steve Nash coaching experience is that he doesn't get stuck Steve Nash will you know he'll give you a, he'll he'll do exactly what you said you give him enough rope to he'll give you enough rope to hang yourself in the, in the sense of you know he's not gonna just on the fly just change everything that he's playing, but he'll watch for like three or four games, and if it's not there, it's not like Atkinson where you'll wonder throughout an entire season even into the playoffs he'll keep making the same, you know, roster mistake. And this guy Nash, man, I, I, and I appreciate that a lot. Is if if a guy doesn't have it, he'll tinker and he'll 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 bring somebody out up in. Um, uh, one of the guys he's brought up and in is, is um, pause is um Benbry. What do you think of, be- of Benbry's brought to the lineup?
2: Benbry gets us the buckets that nobody else gets. He, he, you know, he moves off the ball right. well. His shooting in the beginning of the season has kind of proven to be a little bit of a mirage. I don't think he's hit a three in the last week or two. But we don't really need him for that. You know, just he gets his hands on loose balls. And, you know, the defense this season has really been good. I mean, like you said, they, maybe they're not playing the best schedule, but compared to the Nets, there's only like six or seven teams on their level. So every night it's going to feel like, well, you know, the team we're playing isn't that good. Right. You know, they, they locked Boston up the other night. Um, and guys like Benbury and Brown being in the lineup and chasing guys around helps.
1: Helps, yeah, man. Like there's a stat going around that, you know, one of the the, the- – the two best pick and roll defenders in um, the NBA are Bembry and Brown. So, I do you think when Brown comes back, they insert him back into the starting lineup, or or does he come off, or does he find a bench role going forward?
2: I would probably put Bruce back in just because of his familiarity with Harden, and I think he's a better dive man. So, so the thing is with with LaMarcus on the floor right now, you don't need to use him as the screener he can kind of be the floor spacer in the corners you know pick you know at the top of the key if you use bruce as the the dive man now he's surrounded by four guys that can shoot with patty and kevin and and the marcus and james uh and benbury doesn't quite do those things well i think Bembry's a great bench guy but ultimately i'm not sure that it really matters who he starts but i I would probably prefer bruce
1: i i like benbury i mean it's not much of a difference Bruce Brown is really like six three if and, I, and I'm I'm saying with shoes on right. and Bembry is six five even though Bruce is listed as 64 I there's a there's a height difference between him and Benbry that's not just one inch maybe, maybe
2: length. he's got his arms are longer
1: right right and so like for me I like I say I'd play Benbry especially since they just don't have that in it. They don't have that type of player in their in their front court. I I can't wait to see Bembry, Nick Claxton, and Bruce Brown uh play defense together. I mean that's a lot of non shooting on that, but I think there's a period of times in the games where you just want to lock people up and you know get really physical with guys. And um uh I think you could deploy those guys, but we're missing one, Nick Claxton. Uh, we talked about him last week and tried to guesstimate what, how long he's been really out, but <clears throat> what the fuck? Like, it, it, it can't be strep throat, right? Like, that that's not what it is.
2: Yeah, what is this kid, have fucking AIDS?
1: That's what... <laughs> yo, he's been out since October 29th. Yeah. It, it's about to be December, and he was sick before October 29th, so imagine... Like, so that Nick is
2: taking his professional career seriously enough.
1: I, I, it was shocking to hear Nash say that, um, he needs to get in shape. You can't, you can't be an NBA basketball player who wasn't injured, right? Who wasn't physically injured. And strep throat, I, I've looked it up, I've talked to, you know, doctors, <laughs> and, Guess what? It's it's a three to seven day infection. People yeah, get sick I mean, of strep throat, get, miss three days of work, and then go back that same I'm week. I'm fully
2: aware that the comparison I'm about to make is, is not quite the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But when I was a senior in high school and a sophomore in college, you know what I did? I played <laughs> basketball games with strep throat. I took my antibiotics, and I went out there, and it wasn't good for me but i played through
1: that shit this is the strep
2: throat yeah it's, it's not, not like even a parasite or some shit.
1: yeah and and you just take actual penicillin like old school antibiotics penicillin that's it you feel and
2: better you're
1: and days. you're good two days later i, I i've had strep throat myself it's not it's not what our other partner had which is mono <laughs> which, which right you know you can tell what kind of freaky shit sam's been doing um <laughs> but uh, but uh this dude really has been out. First he looked he looked he didn't look terrible because he could still do the things that he naturally does, run around, guard for guard four to five positions. He looked okay, but he couldn't dunk anything. His timing was off he, and he definitely wasn't in shape. So he came into the into the year, healthy. Not recovering from anything. He he wasn't a COVID guy, right? So, he just came in out of shape, didn't want to play summer league, refused summer league, and all of this is happening in a, in a well, contract year. Hold on. I don't
2: know that that's accurate. Oh. I don't know if they – You don't believe the, those, those no, reports? You know, I, I've seen mixed things on that.
1: Okay. Yeah, and you know what? I don't have any – I can't point to a strong – reporting either i just know he didn't play summer league and he probably should have i think wouldn't that have been a good plan to get him in shape probably and it's the season's not going well for him
2: and and then for us by extension you know he's you were hoping that either he would earn a new contract with us or his trade value would be there
1: and started him like, that's the yeah, he, that's the incredible it, thing. Like Even knowing that he was out of shape, they liked this kid enough to have started him. He blew it.
2: I right? think they wanted James having a law partner, and that that's where he came into play.
1: Yeah, like, I don't think... See, this is where people don't realize the actions of your... Your actions hurt your teammates, especially if your general manager went into the season going... Alright, my law partner for James Harden is Nick Claxton. So motherfuckers is dependent on you. There's billions of dollars at stake here that's going to these players, that's going to these teams, that's deciding the legacy of players and you out here fucking around at La Marina or wherever the fuck else. Like what like I, I'm really, really disappointed. I, I there's there's very few bigger believers in this kid. And I, I cannot believe these mixed messages. Like, I, I do not understand what benefit it has for the Nets to not tell anybody what's going on with this kid. Why, why do you think they're so secretive?
2: Yeah. You know, maybe whatever he has was something he got by being irresponsible. Is the only thing I can think of.
1: Untreated syphilis. <laughs> That's,
2: you know, like, that, it could That be, would have been syphilis he, he got at Georgia if Tech. If he, I mean, at Georgia Tech. You know, if he had a, an infection of sorts or a, uh, you know, I can't even think of a you know that's not overly serious that would keep you out this long.
1: Why I don't understand, the...
2: but you know, but th- this is kind of how the nuts are with, with everything. So yeah, they all you know, Kevin Durant was day to day for three months last year.
1: But we could, we could, we could basically say it's definitely not no fucking strep throat, right? It's not strep throat. It's it's not strep throat that's keeping him out of, of the game, like it it has to be something more like a, a a major drug problem or some shit like that because yeah maybe he, he had mono you know he he could have had mono but my my thing is he wouldn't be the first nba player that's ever had mono why not just say the kid caught mono it it really messed him up it became a a, a nasal infection which it's damn near impossible if you're taking antibiotics for for a strep throat to get a nasal um, infection after. Uh, this is this is weird, man. This is real. He's a 22 year old kid, and he's out of shape. Like right. can't play basketball. Out of shape.
2: And, and we, we're a team that doesn't really have any youth, so right. he's like one of the <clears throat> two or three guys we have with some youth on their side. It's disappointing to not develop him and have him playing right now. Um, you know, you're starting to see Cam, you know, get some shine. You know, mm-hmm. though I'm not really crazy about his game. Yeah, Still. let's talk about
1: let's talk about Cam. If you're playing. done talking about Clarkson, yeah, Cam. Uh, what don't just, you like? Just, Tell me what
2: you don't. I, like. I just I don't like the way he moves. Mm. It's just like Everything looks awkward Like He hit a step back The other night And look Maybe he'll prove to be A guy that just makes A lot of difficult shots But I was like That's That was a bad shot You know He was 0 for 6 from 3 In that Boston game Mm. You know So yeah He had 10 points But He didn't
1: We lost you at the end there Repeat that Now you're all the way gone Ah
2: He went under a screen in one spot but just,
1: <laughs> Do you know what? I think this can help. Bam, us. bam, let me tell you what Skype just did. It What did Skype just do? It basically just blanked. I thought you hung up. It it called, it dialed back in. I answered it and you were just talking like you never were disconnected. But <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we still recording. We we we're still recording. Uh All right, good. And, and, and I'm still rolling a joint like but Um,
2: Multitasking
1: Cam Is Represents hope for me So I'm always going to look biased at him We don't have any draft picks For like the foreseeable future (laughs) And Because we don't have any draft picks There's not going to be a lot of youth Coming in here So Cam Kessler Like Kessler Edwards Looks like he's going to be a superstar Cam even though he just... I love his game. I love... I have so much hope in him. He doesn't look... He looks like a kid that plays too much video games. Right? Yeah. Like, that doesn't get outside very much.
2: You know, the encouraging thing about him is it seems that... KD and Harden have taken a liking to him. Right. Which I'm hoping means they see something in him. And yeah, because their skill set...
1: Their skill set... Um, junkies. Like Harden... Kyrie, and and KD, they love basketball. No, no,
2: no fucking Kyrie talk today.
1: Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. I'm guy. sick of that
2: piece of
1: shit. Uh, uh, let's not call him a piece of shit, but I'm sick of him too. I don't know. We're not talking about. Him. All right, no more. Um, I think they like the skill set of the kid. He's a skilled scorer. I just don't know if he does enough other things to actually be an NBA superstar. People sleep on how good... Like, our best defender is Kevin Durant. I hate that. I hate that Kevin Durant is our best defender. But we have a pretty good defense. And Kevin Durant plays... Like, there's so many other reasons why Kevin Durant is a superstar. And it's not like people sometimes just leave it to the scoring part. Yes, he's a player that you just cannot stop with the ball in his hands. If he misses, he missed that particular time. Not necessarily anything you did could stop that guy. But Kevin Durant and and this kid is far different. Like this kid would have to like he'd have to add a few things like like he can't just come down court, fake you and dunk it. Like even his even when he gets past you with a with, with, with a little move or something, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily get past and and dunks it on you. You know what I mean? Like he's pretty nailed to the ground in his game.
2: I I'd be happy if he could be close to as good as Karis in four years. You
1: you think he you think Karis um, status is, is is his level? You don't think he could be better? No. Just
2: like no. you just said, first off, he's undersized mm-hmm. as a wing, right? What? He's not a natural shooter. He's a scorer. So, like, he's going to shoot two for six from three. He's going to get to the foul line for a couple. He's going to hit a couple of mid-range shots. He's, I, you know, finishing at the rim is going to be a problem for him. Like, Kyrie, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. like, his layup package is like something we've never seen before. Like never, he's going to have to develop that that type of package around the rim to become a you know an elite scorer in this thing. And I just I just don't see it happening. You know yeah. I don't see him making plays for other people like Harris does. Harris yeah. is like the like the poor man's best player on your team. Like when he's your best player, you're going to be a fringe playoff team every year. But he could do a little bit of like all the things your best player does. Like he can kind of pass. He can kind of finish at the rim. He can kind of get to the foul line. He just doesn't do anything at an elite level.
1: The guy that like if he could get into better shape because he's he's a little thick right now. Like he he, I think he I think they need to put him on a hell of a diet program. Him both all all of them to be honest with you. All these young dudes need to change their body in some kind of way. But I. He he's the same size as Devin Booker, right? Could could he at the very best of his game, based off of even the deficiencies, could he be a poor man's Devin is Booker? He, can he, he be a surprise? A, is, he, is he
2: as tall as Booker?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're gonna see this weekend. There's a little bit more explosiveness in in Devin Booker's game, but I I, I can see where there there's some you know there's a little. Overlap? No. Am I wilding? Yeah,
2: Because if you look, like Cam looks like somebody never, nobody ever taught him how to shoot a basketball. <laughs> he's got,
1: like
2: a, like a. And what he misses, relief, like, he
1: misses so horribly. Like, yeah, he has hard like, bricks.
2: He's got like his legs are like going the wrong way. He's got like gross leg hairs. Like it just it doesn't look like when you watch book play. Like this guy's been playing since he was born. He just looked like a natural. Everything was right. so smooth. Cam right. is just like very herky jerky like we, we would be very happy if we have a, a sixth or seventh man out of him. I think if if they took you take somebody 27th in the NBA draft and mm-hmm. you get a top six or seven rotation player, you know, you hit on that pick.
1: He believes he's the truth. I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah, look, I I I believe look, he's young. He's like what is he, 19, 20 years old. He is a 20. baby. So, sometimes I forget this. Like, Karis was 23 when he came out of college. Right. You know, so, there's there's a lot of development, both physically, mentally, you know, his maturity level. And he's in a, mm-hmm. he's in an organization that'll put him, you know, he's going to give him everything he needs to succeed. He's got good vets around him.
1: Right.
2: It's up to him to maximize whatever it is he can be. But,
1: you know, right. superstar, he, like, all-star, I doubt like, that. Like, I think Karis was 21, <laughs> but that's still old for the NBA now. And when he came out of college, and two, you had to wait for him almost a year. So he was a good twenty-two by the time he ever even played. And then on top of it, Caris is six-seven, and right. he could play defense. And he looked he looked the part playing defense. He looked like a plus player. Um, I I I think Caris is Paul George if he doesn't get injured like the way he's been. I think he's that good of a player. Like I, I love, I love Karras's game, but this kid, I don't know what he could be. I, I'm excited. I I, I will, uh, you know, speak a lot of slander and and say that he's the next Donovan Mitchell, but he's not Donovan <laughs> yeah, Mitchell. He's he's um, he's be more. Be
2: liking that J R Smith. Um, Lou Williams mold, where he's gonna be one of those guys that can drive you crazy as both an opposing fan, right? And a guy like he's gonna shoot you in games, he's gonna shoot you out of some. Um, and you know he's he's just he's got that like I don't give a fuck mentality. Like I'm here to score, and then if we win, great.
1: I wish guy. there's enough bad players on the Nets that that kid could get 20 minutes a night to see what he does. Like there's enough games where we're blowing teams out. I'd rather see him than Javon Carter and and some of these other mixtures that they put together. Throw him out there with K D and, and Harden sometimes. Throw him out there with Harden and him and Harden and see what the, the two of them could do. I prefer that than Javon Carter. I don't even know what we're doing with Javon Carter really.
2: If you if if you well first off, Carter's played better of late. But yeah, if, if you, if you, re- credit, if you read credit credit where comments you know, if you read Nash's comments, it's pretty clear to me that once Joe is back in the lineup, Cam is out of the rotation. Out of that, right. Because he's, you know, he basically said, I spoke to him about remaining patient and, you know, his, his uh, role may not be consistent this year. Um, right. And that's just what it is. You know, it's, we have a lot, of, we have guys that are better than him ahead of him. And we're a team looking to win a title. He's going to lean on vets. You know, there's a chance Cam is out of here at the deadline.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Help,
2: you know, and that's just the reality.
1: Yeah, but it'd be a great piece if we could if we could get him to, like, you know, show something, get in the top five of rookies in scoring, have, like, a night where he just give, gives, you know, opens all of the NBA's eyes by scoring 35 or something like that. He's got to be on the court to do that. I think that's... I think that's more valuable than any minutes that you can get from Javon Carter. Um, and you know, and like
2: tonight is a step up for him. So like, the, the Cleveland game that Cleveland right. team has constructed is: you take Sexton out of the lineup, you take Mobley out of the lineup. That seems not make winning thirty five games this year. They might win right. thirty. You right. Know. Uh, Boston, I, I couldn't be less impressed with them. They, they, they've got to make some sort of roster all three move. It's, it's time to break that Brown-Tatum combo up. Uh, this is the team now that's won, what, 15 games in a row we're playing tonight? Yep. Was in the NBA Finals, and they're going to come to bring it. Um, so, for Cam, you know, let's see how he fares in, in this type of
1: game tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I like, like, this is where, this is how he gets his time. Because, you know, Steve Nash is not afraid of just of finding out that some a player is good. He found out that Nick Claxton was good and he and he wrote him in the playoffs. Um you know, and he'll he'll play a player until they're not good. Say nice things about K D before we uh end this one.
2: Kevin Durant Um I love him as much as I love my father. <laughs> you
1: know, I I, I, lo- I love him a little less than I love your father.
2: Yeah, he, dude. He is it's a plot, you know. So one of my brothers is an, is a Nets fan, but he he loves the Nets, but like mm-hmm. he can't get up for like that Tuesday game in you know in Cleveland. He's like, God, ah, just like who gives a fuck about this game? And he's probably right. But I'm like, you know why I watch every net game and every minute? Because like when I turn the Giants on on Sunday, it's nothing but pain. When I turn the Nets on, Kevin Durant is going to swish. Like ten ridiculous jump shots. And I enjoy every fucking second of it. Like
1: And when we uh, lose and when we lose, I'm not even mad for me anymore. I used to be mad for me and the way they represent Brooklyn and I'm like, oh these fucking bums. (laughs) You know what I mean? Now I'm mad for Kevin. Like I'm I'm like, I can't believe they're doing this to him. He just signed up for five years. Nah, this is some bullshit. We gotta protect Kevin Durant at all costs you know he um that guy plays the game the
2: right way he never he's never bitching at the refs yep you know he just plays he the guy just loves playing basketball um
1: and, it's, and, and James he's just is just so good, honestly i think like all
2: our guys do besides one
1: nah man nah, this is different this guy like even the way he represents us even even when he shows his humanity like that whole you know, Kevin Durant is ashy thing. Like a, a lot of my white friends don't get it, but yes. I, I,
2: I've, I've been in many locker rooms and have heard uh, <laughs> many of my colored friends making fun of each other for their ashyness. <laughs> so I'm well versed in what being ashy is. Apparently, white people are always ashy though. That's, that's hey, what I hear.
1: Hey, it's there's downsides and upsides. Like y'all can't go out in the sun, and you know, we've got to put oils back into our onto our skin. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. that's there's, uh, there's setbacks for us all. We all have our burdens.
2: And, and I must say, while well, well, I don't claim to have a master's in ashiness, that mm. was some serious dry leg.
1: Yes, he was ashy as hell. But he, but, but I still like the way he he handled it. I, yeah. I, he shows his humanity. Like having the burner accounts shows that he gives a fuck. Like. Yeah. Like that, he's one of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like any of that makes him less of a, a of a of a guy. Like, oh, Kevin, you're supposed to be bigger than than these people. Who's these people? Me? <laughs> like, <laughs> Kevin cares about three
2: things: basketball, his business ventures, and probably pussy.
1: And in that order. Yeah. In that that's, in that order, the, Kevin Durant is not a sucker for love. Ass trick. Listen, there's, I don't think there's a player in the NBA that... Like, I never look at players in, in the form of, like, yo, that's a dude I'd love to play golf with or, or right. hang out with. Like, I've I never I've never felt like that about Darren Williams at all, right? But Kevin Durant is, like, the type of dude that I go, you know what, that it, it might be good to talk shit playing 2K with that dude. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, he like, while... I would have no business. I would get divorced if I hung out with, with James Harden. Like, I don't want that. Yeah,
2: James <laughs> is going to tempt you with some stuff that could get you in some hot water.
1: Yeah, like, James is the one. His Thanksgiving is served on a naked woman. Like, you know that at James Harden's house, that's what's happening. Like <laughs> James James is into some freaky shit. As he should be. He's, you know, James he, he, Harden. he's
2: experienced the normal routine too many times at this point.
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's end off with uh, – well, let's do the Let's do the week ahead. Yeah. But let's, yeah, let's end off – let's just talk about James. I, I know you have issues with him. What do you think of James? So, J- James right now is
2: playing like a top 15 to 20 player in the league. Right. But that's – we need more than that. It, when you get – if we're playing Milwaukee and we're, we're Kyrie less, we didn't get anything from him, we need more scoring out of him. Especially in the playoffs, the role players shrink – we, he's he is has jumped out his flat, and he is he's not getting to that floater like he did last year. Um, it's just the bottom line, you know. We need he's playing good for now, you know. He's still an elite passer, and he the Nets are always in their shit. You know, like the turnovers are just a part of his game. But I man, I want to see like a five game stretch where the scoring starts to look like James Harden scoring.
1: Yeah, nah, I, and we're gonna need that because, like, every time I see KD on the sidelines, you know, warming his shoulder with that shoulder warmer thing on, you know, I get a little, I get a little worried. And we're gonna need it's James coming. to carry us. The the, the, the Durant missing 10 game stretch
2: is coming at some point. It's gonna like he fell last night on his back. It's gonna happen, right? And, and honestly, that might even be the best thing for James, is where he's in a spot where he has to
1: shoulder the load. So, I, I'm fine with James. I think James is gonna be himself. Like part of the reason why he's not James is because he doesn't have to be. Like he, there's sacrifice to some of this too. And I don't think this is the James Harden you're gonna see in February. By February, this is James Harden is gonna look like a different dude. He's gonna be putting up different numbers. And and right now, like think about what we're saying. We're not saying James Harden isn't a top isn't top 20 right now he is he's just usually top five and I think we're going to get the top five James Harden like I I really do I don't I'm I typically I predict players demise when they start getting up in these ages but James doesn't it's never been athleticism that really makes James Harden do James Harden's things which is why I just think he's going to be good for a very very long time so We'll we'll see. We'll 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 come back to the James thing. Let's let's do the games for the week. Alright, so today's a big one, right? We got the Phoenix Suns in a in a real test. Like I, this has been a three day three game period that or, or week that I've had circle for a while, fam. Phoenix yeah, man. because that's a real test. I'd love to see how we look against them. They're they're at their very best right now. They have all of their pieces I, let's 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 see what we would have looked like in the finals, somewhat, versus them. Like, what do you think of the Phoenix game? I
2: mean, it, it definitely sets up well for us. We're, we're we're coming off two days off. They played last night. You know, unfortunately, the Knicks didn't put up much of a fight. Where you know they they, they should be coming in relatively yeah. fresh on a back to back. Give me the whole schedule until totality before I start picking so, games. So we got the
1: Knicks on Tuesday right and then you got that? and then you've got Minnesota on Friday okay. And after Minnesota oh, so we got some good spaced
2: out time here they, they, they're going to get some breaks here this week
1: yeah so you've got Phoenix today next Tuesday and then you've got Minnie, and then we've got um to close out the week, we've got Chicago. That's on Sunday? Saturday. Back
2: to back, okay. I'll
1: First say back to back a while.
2: I'll say we win tonight. We beat the Lakers. I mean, the Knicks, which I hate. I hate net that games at Uh I um, love
1: them. We were talking I about like that, but yeah, I love them. I, I like haven't them been back-to-back. to many losses. Have you?
2: No, but I like them. I like them better at the Garden because I just hate hearing the Knicks fans cheering and shit. Um, it's an expensive I'll, I'll way to watch it. We're going to go three and one this week. I,
1: I think. I think we have to win these two, the two tough games, the Bulls games, the Bulls game, and the Suns game. I think we have to let the league know that we're not playing games, and. I feel like we have the formula right now the offense isn't right but this is the best our defense has looked and praise Sean marks for hiring Steve Clifford he like the, he went he went all right we'll build our offense with Dan Tony one year and then the next year we're gonna hire the opposite of Tony and Clifford
2: <laughs> like I'll say this though the offense with Lamarcus and the rotation you're slowly starting to see it come around night and uh, day. Because like Blake was really just like an anchor on offense, and then you add Bruce into it, it right. was really big, you know, rough. And Patty's been, I boy, does Patty make me look stupid. I was down on that signing early. He has been lights out lately. Um, so the offense is coming around. I think the the main like Chicago, we lose to Chicago on the back to back chance with resting guys. Can't I'm not be gonna mad. At that. Tonight's I the just... one. Snap that streak. Right, beat the team that was in the finals, and be like, "You're lucky we weren't there last year because we would have smacked your asses sooner. You wouldn't even got right. the two you got." Let, let's 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 beat Phoenix tonight. You know, it's a Saturday night crowd at Barclays. It should be a good atmosphere. Uh, they got I know they were in the city edition unis and the court. You know, let, let's get a let's get a that win where you're like, "Damn, the Nets are fucking coming." They're 15 and five now, and and they're they're starting to round into four.
1: Yeah, let's. I say we're gonna crush them. And the only game that that I'm worried about is the Bulls game. Actually, mini does some things. That's one of my league pass teams is Minnesota, and you never know you might get a you might get a D'Angelo Russell revenge game. (laughs) Is the
2: league pass worth it?
1: I'm a basketball dork, and to be honest, I don't feel it like paying for it. Years ago, and it wasn't even in HD. Oh, it's in HD now.
2: Yeah, I remember I had it. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'd say some of the out-of-town announcers are tough to stomach, too.
1: I, I find them hilarious, but we usually watch basketball with the volume off.
2: I just have it in the background.
1: Yeah, especially like league pass games. Like The way that I've indoctrinated my son into watching basketball is that I let him play video games on the other screen. Right. And right, so, right. like, <laughs> right. he doesn't have the attention span to watch a basketball game. Like, a baseball game, forget it. Like, I took him to a baseball game. I thought I thought he was going to just hurl himself from the top deck into the – Yeah, baseball sucks. I <laughs> can't stand baseball. He cannot watch that. For These kids with ADHD now, like, they, they cannot watch these shows, you know. Like, oh, they cannot watch sports. But so we do that, and, you know, and we, we might – you know, if it's Iron Eagle, I like to listen. But these uh out of town dudes is brutal, man. Anyway, that's a four zero week I'm predicting. <laughs> no, no, it's three and a possible. Let's. Let, I'm making a spades prediction for our week, for the next week. Bam, you got anything else before we shout out? You know,
2: even even if they go to three and one, you're gonna be looking at a seventeen and sixteen
1: by the end of the week. So.
2: They're starting to separate themselves, but if you notice, Milwaukee's starting to climb up that ladder. Atlanta's Mm -hmm. starting to climb back up that ladder. You see Washington kind of come back down to earth. Um, It's going to be the Nets, Miami, Milwaukee, uh, and then I would think either Chicago or Atlanta in that top four.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty transparent right now Uh, without injuries.
2: I want that
1: one seed. We need the one seed. If we had, again, like this, it was so, that's what's so frustrating about last. (laughs) Me and you had the same answer to that question. What is your most painful moment as a Nets fan? And I'm sorry, it was game seven last year.
2: It used to be game five of the NBA Finals versus the Spurs because I knew going back to San Antonio down 3-2 that it was over. Right. Um, in fact I had like this old TV that I got from my grandma and uh, I used to go, I used to get so nuts during the games. I was in high school at that point. Mm. Like I would storm off and not watch the rest of the game with my family. They, <laughs> eventually, they would be like shut up like the commentary after every play. So I went up in my and I threw the remote through the TV.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: Uh, which my dad was obviously not happy with and then I didn't have a TV in my room for a good <laughs> six months after that, it took me some saving up to. get I, a new one, I'm thinking
1: you're gonna say like for the next six years. I had, a <laughs> no,
2: I had to buy a new TV for myself. It was a, it was a mess. So,
0: you no, know that man. got
2: replaced because this time it just felt like last year felt like that was the year. Like everything was aligned up for them to get an easy yep. one. Like we were gonna just run through the East. You're up two all against the fucking Bucks. The yeah, only I mean, team that scared long.
1: me was the Bucks and we were we were stomping them. Right. Like the world yeah. would be a different place if if Kyrie doesn't get hurt. <sighs> so crazy. Like Buttonholser would be fired. They'd and be yeah. questioning if, if Giannis is a superstar. Like just one little thing changes history. Right. Dude. I'll talk to you yeah. after the uh Freaking Suns game, man! Yeah, everybody. That's, that's at Pass First Eleven. I'm at Eve Darboo's. From at some point, we are Pod Thorn. We out.
0: Fuck the next. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.